0: Welcome to Turn the Page, Design Your Dream Career Podcast with me, Tyann. And me, Kyla. This is a podcast we wish existed as we fantasized for a decade about trading our corporate jobs for a dreamy life of passion and travel. We're sharing all of the misperceptions that kept us plugged into the corporate matrix and rat race, including the falsehood that we had to completely start over from scratch versus simply turn the page. Welcome back, page turners. Hi there. (laughs) We were just commenting that we are having so much fun. Oh my gosh. And Kyla, is this outside of our regular lives? This is part of our job now. This is part of it. We can have fun together we can have fun. And so we want to kick this one off by giving you permission for something. What are we getting them permission for? This is so exciting. We're giving you permission to have a possibility mindset, to think of all the possibilities, all the possibilities. So we're going to help direct your brain on this episode, quiet down the velociraptor we talked about in the last episode, and unleash again, that beautiful part of your brain that is your future self that has already done everything you want to do. Has already created the life that you want. Yeah, and we're going to help create some possibility and show you a couple of the things that we did. I don't even think we realized we were doing it. We didn't at the time. We didn't because we didn't have language for it. We didn't have language. I want to now, but we're we were creating some possibility, and we now can look back and see what that resulted in. Yeah, and then we also took some very intentional steps to help our mind be more of a possibility machine yeah and we can now recognize situations where we behave differently than others (laughs) absolutely that's why people come and say I want to be like you how do you get this job and it always cracks me up Kyla because people will come up after my workshops and say how do you get this job and I'm like I made it I made it up I made it up (laughs) and guess what I continue to make stuff up every day I made it so that is a great segue into the first. We want to give you a couple steps for how to, now that you know that you have permission for possibility, we want to help you cultivate that that possibility mindset. Love it. And so what Tyne and I have realized is one of the first steps we started taking was creating input mm-hmm. for possibility. And you actually just reminded me when I read one of Marcus Buckingham's early books one of the things he said was, create your own job. And I thought, what? Like, who what? Who who are you to do that? You can create your own job. So this is something, Kylie, I see people getting stuck in, especially if they're in career transition. And let's just say they're they don't want to start a business. They they just are looking for their next career. I have worked with so many people who get stuck on job titles. Mm. That's what they're searching for. Yes. And because they can't find the exact title they think that job's not out there. I'm like, oh, well, a title's completely made up. That is an artificial construct. Yes. And so if you're only searching on job titles, you know, the odds of be finding a hundred percent match are very slim. Yes. We're going to do a future episode on how to attract what you're looking for. I love that. By curating your own description. That's awesome. So stay tuned for that. Your made up description. Your made up description. So What does it mean to curate input and start exposing ourselves to possibilities? Yeah, so Tyne and I were remembering on those vacations that we did together all those years ago. Remember the emergency Cabo trips, emergency trips, and we were both reading books about possibility. We didn't know that. We didn't know it. But we each had like a big beach tote bag and looking in our bags with tassels, obviously, because hashtag fun. (laughs) And in her bags were, you know, Kylie was all about the travel memoirs and her books were just lovely. And mine were all about escape from cubicle nation and four hour work week and that kind of thing. So we didn't know we were going to be doing this, but we knew that we were attracted and we wanted to get some of that in our lives. Yeah. And I think we were both, again, subconsciously looking for examples of people who might be doing something outside of the box i remember one of the early books i ever read was called one year off and it was about this guy who sold everything he owned packed up his family and traveled around the world for a year and i thought we can do that (laughs) and you hear more about that today but certainly back 20 years ago i mean that just would have been mind-blowing right Yeah. yeah So then, I think we both started following people. Yes, that we had read about. You know, I was looking for how can I live in different countries and right. work and have this life that's, you know, right, dual continents maybe. Right. Um. And and I started following some of those people online. Mm-hmm. I started going to some conferences. Yes. So I very much remember you were going to conferences all the time. It seemed like. But because you were attracted to those things, you wanted to see how that could be possible for you. That's right. And so step one in in starting to cultivate this possibility mindset is to identify what is your current input for possibility? Are you following people who believe in possibility? Are you following people who inspire you have done a piece of something you want to do a story? Okay, so this is really interesting. And I have a some relatives, I'll just say, who their input all day long is a very biased media source. We've talked before that all media is biased, and so it's really interesting. You definitely need to understand what's the bias of what you're taking in. And so imagine if you only get your news from one source from... Like in China. Right, like <laughs> in China. a 100%, right? Let me just tell you, having lived there, it is biased american news is biased too so if you only have one station on tv all day long with anchors who are yelling at you to get your attention believe me negativity sells on tv they are not in a possibility mindset they're there to tell you the world is coming to an end and so if that's all you consume that's what you're going to believe and it triggers your nervous system which causes really an addiction Right, because we talked about getting dopamine hits, which seem like they're a good thing, but we can get them in negative ways, which make us want to get more of that thing. Right. We want slow drop dopamine, by the way. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, you know, Kyla was reading these books. She was going to these conferences. I really, we've talked about this podcast before, but I really, really like the How I Built This podcast, because one of the things they talk about is not somebody dreamt of making a new suitcase since they were a child. However... They got to a point in their life, and they were unhappy with the current choices that were available. And they thought, well, who better than me to come up with something different? And I thought, yeah, these are regular people. These are regular people who have these interesting ideas, and they choose to follow through with them. Absolutely. And, and I think both of us are a version of that. Yes. Trying to solve our own problem. Right. The problem was a career, a life that didn't currently exist in the construct that we knew. Right. And so, you know, sometimes if you can't see it, again, if you don't have that vision, and you're in your lizard brain, it can be really difficult to to see possibilities. So that's why we want to give you permission today to set aside your lizard for a second and um, engage the other creative thinking parts of your brain. Right. So what if you flooded your brain with possibility, again, inputs, whatever those are, what you're reading, what you're Listening to what, what you're watching on TV, who you hang around with, right. you know what goes on uh, when you wake up in the morning. What do you What are you actually listening to? We, Tina and I, talked about. We used to wake up in the news, Ugh. and that did not set up our day for possibility. <laughs> Turn that off. Turn that, that off. That actually engaged our fear even more. There you go. And so we stayed in corporate even longer yeah. because we started in our day with fear. Absolutely. If that's what you start your day with, believe me, that's how your mind is set for the day. That's right. So one of the activities that Kyla and I were just talking about is looking in your life right now, where you might actually be doing some of this, you just don't realize you are doing it. And I was telling her, I have this funny thing that I do. I like to get pictures of clothes. Okay, do you remember fashion plates? Oh, yes, you ever I have those? I love that, yes. too. So for our fellow Gen Xers, you might remember fashion plates. If not, I cannot explain it to you. Um, <laughs> Just Google it. Google it. <laughs> and so anytime I buy something new, this is a funny thing about me, I go immediately to the website and I get the stock image. Okay. And I also resell things on Poshmark. So it, it helps me later. But then I take these pictures of clothes and I use the Pick Collage app and I put them together in various outfits. So it's almost like, remember the Garanimals outfits where like everything went with each other? This is what I do. And to me, it was just a quirky, fun thing. And in fact, if I already have the photos downloaded, I can like do this on airplanes. I, it's just, I don't know. It's random. It's fun. Well, guess what that is? I can use that today in things in my business, such as when someone asks me for new content, we've already talked about how maximizers do not like a blank page. So what do I do? I open up a whole bunch of content that I've already written, and I start looking for pieces I can reuse. Just like the clothes. Just like the clothes. Absolutely. So we are positive that you are, are you already have possibility mindset in parts of your life, yeah. yeah. in parts of your career. You know, you might be at work and in a meeting, and you kind of have this idea that you kind of think is crazy, and you're like, well, what if we did X? That's possibility. Yeah, Right. Um maybe you're at home and you're you know, we talked in the last episode about trying to come up with meals based on nothing you have in your kitchen. Right. And you somehow put these things together and it tastes delicious. That's a possibility. Right. Or what if you had breakfast for dinner? Ooh. Oh, we have that like once a week. I know I'm breakfast is the best, right? <laughs> And who said we had to have breakfast before 10 a.m.? Exactly. McDonald's. That's who. That's true. Good point. I know. See, arbitrary rules, people. From the industrial age. Industrial age. We do not need them. You can have breakfast anytime you want. That's right. So we want you to look. We always want to speak from abundance, right? So we want you to look at where you have possibility in your life and borrow that for your continued cultivation. We want you to... Identify your inputs and make sure that's all setting you up for possibility. Yeah. Now we want to give you a couple of examples of ways that the possibility mindset that we had cultivated actually resulted in us being able to successfully manage and create a positive outcome for what might be described as a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all remember... The whole setup of this was Kyla and I like to go to Cabo together. We're good travelers. And remember how many times that we called each other saying we need an emergency Cabo trip. Okay. So when we would do these things, we looked forward to it like nothing else because this was our escape, right? From Cubicle Nation. And so, Kyla, what happened um, a few years back with American Airlines? There's so much, you guys. God Uh, bless. and I, I and now I can look back and as as an observer and even um, see what was going on around us, not just with uh, us. Yeah, that I, I don't think I saw but saw back then. Yeah, but uh, ND the MD80s all MD80s were grounded. Right, and did this happen with a long lead-up time? Was this in the news that this was going to happen? Maybe, yeah, a couple of hours. Yes. So we were that movie Four Christmases, where they're at the airport <laughs> with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Bond. We like, went yeah. on some. Yeah, I remember some super cute shoes. Oh, samples, of course, because we were traveling in a hat. We had a hat. We probably it's rainy and cold in Dallas. By the way, <laughs> okay, this is where we're leaving from. By the, and by the way, we had already checked our baggage. Right, this was probably before baggage fees. Or yeah, was it I, a national because- incident? I, I don't even know, remember. but yeah, we'd already checked our baggage. We were in our Mexico outfits, and then literally the ground stop happens, like in Four Christmases, where it just turns to canceled, like <laughs> down the. Remember when the board made that noise? Yes, yeah, that was us. And so, what would have happened, Kyla, if um, we acted like some of those people that we saw? Or so um, I saw, I remember vividly seeing a passenger standing up. You know, when you checked in your luggage, uh, there's a place you put your bag, it's yeah, like on the scale. I saw someone standing on the scale screaming at a supervisor, and the supervisor was screaming back. <laughs> this was mayhem this was like things i'd never seen (laughs) before so days you don't want to work in the airline industry is when something outside of your control completely torpedoes everyone's vacation messenger yeah so what do you think happened to that person on the scale do you think they solved this problem or do you think they packed up their wagon and went home and were bitter and angry or they might have been arrested (laughs) could have been could have been i love that so much um what did we do so again, it's so interesting. You know those shows where they they freeze two people and and the, everyone else is moving, and those two people are frozen. Yeah, that was Tiane and I. So unknowingly, yeah, we had created possibility mindsets. Okay, by reading these books, starting to following these people, changing our inputs, going to conferences. We didn't even know we'd done it right at that time, and we said, we are not going back home. We are. Remember, this was an emergency cabo trip, right? He had a week off. Right. Uh, approved. I mean, it's not like you could just be like, I'll take next week. Right. And now so, yeah, I know. Now we could do that because we're our own bosses. But then we said, well, OK, if Mexico's out, because thank you, MD-80 situation, um, what can we do instead? Where could we go? What could we do? And we started looking at flights to different locations. We did. And then I think the flight situation was just such a disaster. And again, March... Right? Yeah. Not, not very many warm places. So right. our options were very limited. Yeah. Because we, we, again, we, we're in our swimsuit. <laughs> we were in the fun <laughs> Oh, We were in the fun shoes. So we definitely wanted warm. And if the flights were all torpedoed, we were going to have to do something else. So we went about the process of retrieving our bags from the American Airlines baggage situation. We, we also have. had to have a possibility mindset for that. Oh, my God. That, that took a minute, I have to say. Um, but then we decided... Well, we can go anywhere. We could we could do anything. So we decided again, since flights were out, we would just stay in Dallas. But we could we could stay in Dallas anywhere we wanted. So it was a little bit of a process. So a staycation. It was a staycation. Before that, was before that was a thing. A thing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, what did we do after we got our bags? I believe we started thinking about what is the nicest place with a pool that we right. could stay. Right in the Dallas area, because again, we were we were kind of hostages in Dallas. We did. And because that was it. That's what we would have been doing when we went to Mexico. We would have been at the pool right in front of a lovely ocean. Yeah. But, you know, back to Dallas. So, OK, what places in Dallas had a nice pool? Well, I believe we showed up first at the Ritz Carlton, which was pretty new at the time. We did. And, you know, it's the Ritz. I mean, come on. But it turned out not to be the fit for us. Because there was a lot of construction going on. It was so new that there were construction workers. And no remember the jackhammer? The jackhammer. And God bless. That's just like the worst sound ever. And so when we actually, we had gotten the room. like We checked it. We checked it. Our stuff was in the room. We get out to the pool. And we're like, this is not the experience we want. So. Possibility mindset. possibly Because who else just would have sucked it up? Right. And said, well, this is it. I mean, yeah. we're at the Ritz. Right. We're not staying here we marched down and we checked out. <laughs> and God bless the Ritz because it was the Ritz, they happily said that's fine. They did. They they did. So that that was helpful. Even though I think it was the same person who checked us out as checked us in and they were like didn't you just get here? Like, yep, sure did. Take it off. So then we thought, well what else is good in Dallas? And we remembered the mansion on Turtle Creek. Oh. Uh, you know, this is a place I'd never stayed before. No. You You've never stayed before. And it, gosh, it's just so, um, got such a reputation and all this. So five-star chef. All of it. So we went in and we actually went up to the counter and said, look, here's our situation. Before we check in this time, see, we learned. Do you have any construction happening? We're going to need to see your pool. <laughs> we did. We actually <laughs> said, we're going to need to see your pool. We were checking for construction, for noise for construction workers. That's right. And they actually said the funniest thing. They said, well, we don't have any construction, but if we did, we would only have five-star construction workers. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like, yes, well, we will stay here. It was the best. And then this was so cute. They actually were going to go get our stuff out of Kyla's car for us. So nice. Who who's, who does that, right? And she had a bunch of stuff in the back that was going to Goodwill, and they actually unpacked <laughs> all of that. And oh, we're going to bring it into the room. We were like, oh, no, no. <laughs> They were so lovely there. They were so lovely. Okay. So we uh, we were approximating. Oh, they did say um when we told them what happened, how our Mexico thing got scuttled, they said, oh, we'll speak Spanish to you know <laughs> <time."> <laughs> And we were like Who does that? I know. we were like much as crossy as um, Okay, so when Kyle and I vacationed, so we were at the, you know, mansion at Turtle Creek, we were at the pool, and when we weren't at the pool, we were in our room getting room service. Five-star. Five-star room service. I mean, I still remember yeah, the truffle creme and um, grapefruit salad. Oh, man, I remember the, the grapefruit fruit. salad. It was so good. Uh, so good. Never had one I that could like grapefruit. I know. I'm not even a big salad eater. Um, It was so good. In fact, it was so funny. Isn't that the place that the uh, room service attendant told us, like, there's places you can go outside <laughs> here? And we were like, no, why would we do that? So they would bring us food. Um, And we had, we had our twin bed or our double queen beds there and they would roll up the big um, room service thingy in between our beds. So we didn't have to get out of bed to That's eat. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. It was the best. We had so much fun. We did. That week we read our, our books again, yeah. continuing our possibility mindset. We didn't even know we were doing it. Right. Um and we kind of reimagined like what could have been we did a terrible experience and again yeah. the screaming people the screamer I just went back home I know and we ended up we we could adjust on the fly because we had the possibility mindset and we ended up having a lovely vacation yes yeah and time and I have both seen other times in our life in the last several years where there's been a crisis and we're we are sort of the ones. Uh, you know, the right. go-to people. Yeah. Um, and And oftentimes surrounded by people who I would have thought were the go-to people. But sometimes, again, that lizard brain takes over. Right. Such a primal instinct. And so we want to continue to help, you know, cultivate that mindset for you for possibility because you're going to find that it is helpful in every aspect of your life. Yeah. It's super helpful on a more of kind of like a fun low stakes thing. When we were in Mexico, we were staying at the Westin often, and we would go out. We would choose a place to go to dinner. And there is a lovely resort um, there in Cabo called the One and Only, the One and Only Pomia. Well, for a while, we would go have dinner there. And then we would think, oh, yeah, wouldn't it be nice to stay here? I mean, you would have to be a gazillionaire to stay here. But then we shifted that thinking because that's victim thinking. That's keeping us trapped. That's a fixed mindset. We changed it to... What would it take? What would have to be possible for us to actually stay here? That's right. And guess what happens then? You start coming up with ideas and solutions. And then we change to when we stay here. Yes. And we did. And we did. I mean, one of the things was, you know, the rates there for really high, and I'm sure they're even higher now. But, you know, we're splitting a room and then we were we kept an eye on the internet on sales yes. that were happening yes and because we had i don't know a little more flexibility or something we were able to take advantage of a sale um when that was happening again possibility yeah. mindset yeah like, it um it really has made such a difference in Tiana and I's journey yeah. uh to this life and career that you know we have created and Again, we know that you are creating possibility in your life in other areas and so yeah. we want you to borrow some of that. Right. We also want to give you a couple of um, thought prompts, I call them, <laughs> that you can use to continue to create possibility because this is not one and done. It is not. And again, we talked about adulting is just solving problems all day. More things are going to come your way that your initial instinct might be to run and hide and crawl in a hole. Right. And oftentimes, you know, we, again, our binary brains love black and white, love, love, again, it's efficient, it's safe, right? So that's where it comes from. Right. It's nothing to, um, you know, make yourself feel bad about. It's yeah. just a primal instinct. But oftentimes our brains will serve up, you know, I'll never blah, 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 right. whatever I'll right. ever do. And so one of the prompts that I use is just beginning the sentence with, it's possible that... Mm. And the rest of the sentence needs to be something that is believable right now. Okay, so it's possible that we could still have a vacation, even though MD-80s came out of the sky. Exactly. Exactly. were we there to be on that specific plane? No. No, we were there to have a vacation. Exactly. So then our brains went to work to solve right. the problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what you want to do is start to create some bridges between what you want to believe and what you currently believe. Right, right. You might not have to get there all at once. That's right. This is a process. That's right. So I love that question and a similar one that I like to ask. And I got this from Michael Hyatt, um, who writes so well. And he said, "Okay, think about for the whatever thing you want to happen, for that to be true, what would need to be in place? What would have to happen? And so if you think, yeah, well, it would be super nice to have my own business, You know, and then that's where your brain normally kicks in. It's like, but here's the 500 reasons you can't. Well, what are some of the reasons, what are some of the things that would need to be in place? Like Kyla was saying on a previous episode, well, I felt I needed to have some savings. Okay, great. That sounds very reasonable. Um, Well, how would I get that savings? Could I save it now? Could I borrow for my 401k? Could I sell some things? Could I, I mean, whatever it is. So those are possible things you could do, right? Um, one that I hear people get stuck on all the time for starting your own business is insurance. Mm. And, okay, first, let's just acknowledge our insurance system in the U.S. is complete garbage. Yes. You know, for health insurance. And people will say, well, I have a preexisting condition or, you know, whatever it is. I can't possibly leave. But well, what would have to be true for you to leave and solve this insurance problem? Absolutely. By the way, a lot of other people have done this. Yes. So you don't have to come up with a whole from scratch reimagining of the healthcare system in the U.S. You could get healthier. You, You could get healthier. There's that. Hey, there's such a thing as insurance brokers that work with small businesses that can help solve for this. That's right. You don't have to come up with all the solutions. That's right. And they'll do it for you for free. Yes. You know, I... I think that, again, turning, as we talked in the last episode, like turning all those obstacles into the right. things that you solve for. Right. Because you're already solving for a million things in your life. Okay, so Kyla has these friends, uh, longtime friends, and they were going to move from a lower-cost area to a higher-cost area where people were saying, well, it's 45% more expensive to live there. And you know what their response was? We'll just make 45% more. <laughs> I love that so much. And they went to work. To, I mean, their brains then went to work to solve the problem. Right. Right. So, you know, guess what? If you need insurance, there's ways to get it. If you have a business, it becomes a business expense. That's right. So there, there are things you're not even considering that make things okay. Yes. I you know if you belong to a, a, an association, you can get insurance as a part of your association group. We talked it's in a previous episode, there are small business grants yes. that are available there. Again, we live in a world where so many more things are possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. They were. I mean, even in the last five years. I know. Um, we can talk about it now or we can talk about it on a future episode. But AI is the hot the hot <laughs> thing that everyone's talking about. Yes, such a great uh, example. I had a uh, someone in my life who was talking about AI and saying, you know, AI is going to take all the jobs. And, and I literally was confused <laughs> because I had just read an article because I curate my input for possibility. Right. And I had just read an article that said basically AI is going to up-level humanity. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. And- Take away so many of our manual tasks. This right. is so much of the work I've done with companies over the last several years, yes. consulting and coaching, right? So much of transformation that goes on right now in corporate America is up-leveling tasks yeah. so that people can actually focus on analytical skills, emotional agility, right? right? Things that, that value AI it. will never be able to value. Right. Out, right? Yeah. So, I mean, imagine this is not new that we've got something that comes into our sphere And people are afraid of at first. By the way, this is how we're hardwired. We're hardwired to be afraid of change. Absolutely. And often, even if we're in a situation that's not good, we hang on to that because it's the devil we know versus the one we don't. But imagine back to the industrial age. um, Machines came in like, oh, gosh, this machine's going to, you know, take all of our jobs. This robot's going to take all of our jobs. The computer's going to take all of our jobs. The microwave's going to mean nobody cooks anymore. I mean, and on and on. And so rather than saying, oh, my gosh, this is going to shoot my job, be thinking, what could this do for me? So here's just a fun example. I don't even know where I got this. It might have been LinkedIn or TikTok or something because, again, I curate fun stuff. It was AI where you could upload a few of your existing photos and then it spits out a 100 new headshots for you. 100 headshots. And I was thinking I hadn't had an updated headshot in a while. And at first I thought, oh, that seems overwhelming. I'm going to have to find a photographer. And the one I really liked isn't doing this anymore. I'm going to have to schedule hair and make it. I mean, have y'all seen my hair? It's a situation. And I'm going to have to probably take a whole day off because it's going to be a whole thing. And like, you see what I did? I just shut that down. But by uploading some pictures to AI, I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen? I get back garbage. I I'm, I'm no worse off than I am today. Let me tell y'all, my current LinkedIn photo is one of the ones that's sent back. My current Facebook photo is one of the ones that's sent back. And they are incredible. So, I mean, that's just it. People ask me, "Where did you get that outfit you're wearing in that photo?" I'm like, "I would like to know because it is so cute." <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. It's all made up. And, and so what? imagine if if you know getting headshots, getting a website was was one of the obstacles in your way, right? Right. I mean, how, and go in and ask Chat GPT, "How do I create a website?" Okay, okay I asked it to put together a proposal for me because I wanted to see what it came up with. So I said, "Create a leadership development proposal about these three topics and make sure it incorporates you know whatever." Y'all, it came back with something that was a pretty decent starting point. Um, My husband was talking about his company and he said, you know, explain this thing to me. What it came back with was actually better than their Marcom copy. It was better than their collateral that they already had. So, I mean, what's there to lose, right? Exactly. This can help you. So again, I mean, if you if you thought about it from uh, you know possibility, right? You know, what are th- what are the things standing in your way, and what might be possible? Now, you know, just a little caveat: we're not talking about toxic positivity. Oh God! When we talk about possibility, right? Right. Um, that's a thing too, and and I think we would both say that's not feeling your feelings. That's not acknowledging light the life that's going on around you right right? and that kind of denial can really get you into trouble later um i will say i have a family member and anytime something difficult comes up she just defaults to jesus will provide now jesus might provide but i like to have a little bit more of a plan hence the helps who help themselves right because i want to i want to have a little bit more control over the situation so don't just blindly again jump off the end of that pier yeah. And maybe Jesus gave us resources that right. we should be using, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we talked in an earlier episode about your velociraptor, your lizard brain, and our goal wasn't to shoot the velociraptor. It was to notice when your lizard brain came awake and became active and use that as a trigger to think, oh, what's happening here? Is this my fear talking or is this a valid concern? Absolutely. You know, yes, I do need to have some savings if I'm going out on my own. Okay, that's a valid concern. Do I need to have $50 billion? No. So I want you to pay attention to those those little um, things that are happening because they can be informative. We just don't want them to be paralyzing. So again, we are giving you permission to continue to cultivate this possibility mindset, to Use the possibility mindset that you already have and aspects of your life and apply those maybe to the things that are standing in your way as you continue to turn the page and create, design the life that you really dreamed about. That's awesome. Take care, everyone. Bye. If you'd like to turn the page and design your dream career and life, check out our website, at TurnThePageWithKylaAndTyann.com. While you're there, you can download some fun freebies, see the show notes for the podcast, and also see some behind-the-scenes photos. Those are my favorite. If you'd like to reach us, there's two ways. I'm Tyann, and I specialize in strengths training, speaking, and coaching you can go over to the website and reach me by clicking the about tie button if you'd like to work with me kyla for transition or life coaching click on the about kyla section this podcast was brought to you by kyla martin consulting and osborne consulting group